just you need some gas. Yo. Yep, I said it. Ooh, yep, I said it. Ooh, yep, I said it. Yep, I said it. Ooh, yep, I said it. Ooh, yep, I said it. Ooh. From the streets, racism to the church. I'ma tell the truth to you even when it hurts. Tell no lies, no cap, no perk. Came out my mouth, then the truth, what you heard? Yep, I said it. You are now locked in. So yep, I said it. In the truth zone. If you don't want the truth, don't ask. What's up, fam? Welcome to Yep, I Said It with your host, Dr. ADT, all day true. Check it. Today's topic is called False Church Hurt. Yes, we're going to go ahead and get into that topic right now. So how many people have you heard cry wolf about the church hurting them and, and now they no longer attend church? I mean, ever. They just stopped going. But you know what? I'm talking about those people that have really not been hurt in the church. They just been exposed. Boom, boom. Yes. <laughs> so look, there is true church hurt and many people have suffered at the hands of this. And it's unfortunate that there are many people that have been abused uh, financially, emotionally, and have been taken advantage even sexually. This is definitely a terrible thing to experience being in the body of Christ. I mean, it's, it's just, it's, I can say it's unheard of, but in this world today, it is heard of, you know, you, you got the Pope sleeping with the children. So come on. That's why I tell y'all, and I say this time and time and time again in our ministry, stop becoming an overnight member at a church because they spoke a good word or it made you tingle and it made you feel good. That ain't nothing but your emotions and your flesh on a high. Okay. You don't get married to someone overnight. So stop becoming members of churches where you have no time, uh, or haven't spent any time being able to judge the fruit. Now, look, for y'all that think that Christians are not to judge the fruit, then I'm, I'm going to suggest that you go back and read your word. Okay. Cause we are to judge the fruit of the body of Christ because why Satan can copycat anything. So godly character from the apostle, from the past, from the pastor, you definitely need to check this thing out because there are so many false members in the body of Christ. So I want to share these things with you real quick, things that you should look for when you are joining a true ministry orchestrated by Jesus. Okay. Jesus ministry consisted of four essential things. Number one, team building. Number two, teaching and preaching the gospel. Number three, casting out demons. Number four, healing. Now I'm going to go back to number three real quick. Now, there are so many people in the body of Christ that understands and know about deliverance, but the pastor don't. Something is wrong with that. If you understand that you need a deliverance, then why are you subjecting yourself sitting in a ministry where the pastor cannot even assist you? I'll wait. Look, if you don't see that these things in ministry uh, 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 are in existence when you are visiting Look, that is a clear indicator that the church is not for you. So you need to seek the Holy Spirit for guidance for a church home. When you seek 
the result is that you will find. Okay. I speak healing to you who have been hurt. I speak Isaiah 41 and 10 fear not for I am with you. Be not uh, dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I also speak over your life. Ephesians chapter four, verses 31 through 32. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ have forgave you. Now, please understand that you forgiving them is not really for them. It is for you. We have to understand that when we forgive those who wrongfully accuse us, abuse us, and, and and just do awful things to us, that forgiveness is for you so that you can continue to be in right standing with God. I also want to give you this Luke chapter eight, verses 17, for there is nothing hidden that will not be disclosed and nothing concealed that will not be known or brought out into the open. You need to understand that a time will come. The Bible tells us that there is a time for everything. There will be a time that will come that this thing will be exposed. Okay. I also want to give you Matthew chapter five, verses 44, but I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you again. That is not for you. When God tells us to love, it is a command. Why? Because God is love. So look, the ones that have been hurt, truly in the body of Christ, I speak healing to you. Stand on these scriptures. We are able to move forward by standing on the written word of God. And these scriptures that I have given you, stand on these scriptures. I want to talk about these people that falsely accuse um, ministry leaders for for hurting them. Look, <laughs> you you really wasn't hurt. Okay. You're the only reason why that you are hurt is because you were pushed to be who God has called you to be. Okay. You're hurt because you couldn't sit in the ministry and do nothing. You're hurt because your hand was not held to walk out your salvation. You, you, you wanted to call on the pastor and the apostle for everything. That's why you hurt because you, you couldn't do that. You're, you're hurt because your lies were exposed and now you're embarrassed. That's why you hurt. You're hurt because you know you mistreated leadership. That's why you're hurt. You're hurt because the love you say you have for God is not what it's cracked up to be. And you have been exposed. Honey, that is why you're hurt. You're hurt because now you're still in a broken place with no assistance because your pride won't allow you to apologize. That's why you're hurt. You're hurt because you feel foolish because it was never about Christ, but your flesh. You're hurt because now that you've walked away from the church, you still ain't doing nothing in Christ. When Christ was the reason for you leaving your job, your marriage, your school, and all your hobbies. So look, with this false church hurt, it's not always at the fault of a ministry leader. It's because of you and your inability to follow directions, grow spiritually and crucify your flesh daily. So stop blaming leaders because you failed the mission. Stop stamping Christ on everything that you have done fleshly. Okay. Stop stamping Christ's name on your fleshly renegade missions. If you will not 
put Christ first, it doesn't matter what you try to accomplish. It will ultimately amount to rubbish. Y'all, y'all that's claiming this false church hurt. Y'all need to get delivered from self, not church hurt because the church didn't hurt you. Start by repenting, confess your sins and rededicate your life to Christ wholeheartedly. You cannot look at ministry leaders and expect to have a relationship with Christ the way that they do when you don't want to put in the work. Oh, I'm still struggling with that. Y'all look, our uh, ministry. I talk about our ministry a lot. Our ministry here at Mount Zion of fire, stepping stone, Christian education. We are meant to build up leaders. Okay. Not to build a church congregation with people sitting in the pews for 30 years, uh, being salted Sunday after Sunday, word after word. However, there is a congregation because you do have older people in the ministry. You have younger people in the ministry. You have widows, you have orphans, you have these people that are in the ministry, but I'm talking about these people that are more than capable of going Ye therefore, Matthew 28, 19. Okay. So the ministry shouldn't be about you sitting in the pews for 30 years doing nothing with your gift, calling or talent. The ministry God has given me (laughs) is I'm going to tell you straight up. It's very unorthodox and it's hard. Um, And when I say it's hard, it's because it has a standard and that standard is not going to bend for nobody. Why? Because the ministry that God has given me, I have given God that ministry back. And because God does everything in a spirit of excellence, we move that way in our ministry as well. I'm so grateful for the apostolic ministry that we have because I believe that uh, time is precious and cannot be replaced. Therefore, uh, at an apostolic ministry, honey, it will weed people in and it will weed people out. The strong will survive <laughs> and the weak will become a bit stronger. Everyone gets something. You, But you will definitely learn to become a team player. That's the great part about apostolic ministry is team building. And there are no solo acts, okay? All solo acts will be called out and rebuked. Yes, indeed. You look, you will be expected in an apostolic ministry to grow and to function in your calling. You need to know, look, as an apostle, I am not here to be your friend. I don't care about your feelings. Okay. Oh, I do not care about your feelings and your emotions and all of that. I care more about you growing. If you're growing, we talking. If you're not, I'm keeping it moving. And I said what I said and I meant that. I'm not apologizing for that. Look, when you understand who God has called you to be and you understand uh, the function of your call, you move unapologetically. And that's what I do. Look. At an apostolic ministry, I want you to know you will not be babysat. You will not be handheld or your nose wiped. Okay. You will, however, be encouraged and motivated to learn how to pick yourself up from off the ground. <laughs> yes, you will. So the most ministries that I have come across and people that come from other ministries, whether it be to our school or in our ministry, I can tell that they have been handheld because they get into this point where they want to email us 50 times, call us 50 times. No, honey, we put a stop to that right now. So that's why we have a chain of command in our ministry. 
Look, because what you asking me, you you can ask somebody that's not in the clergy collar what you trying to uh, ask me. Look, you trying to get the ear of the pastor and the apostle of the ministry. We're going to cut it real quick. So look, you need to learn how to be motivated in your own walk with Christ as well. Understand why you even chose to uh and, and embrace the call, accept accept the free gift of salvation. Okay? So it's not on your pastor or the apostle to uh walk you through holding your hand the entire way. So when you are hurt in the church, and I'm talking about these people that has have been that are accusing uh church hurt and you really have not been hurt. You're just upset that you had to uh be more than um what you really wanted to be. You were pushed uh to to be more. So you need to understand um the ministry of an epi- an, an apostolic ministry is built on teaching the people apostolic succession. That means what I know, um, I teach the next and the person teach the next. And this is so that the ministry will never die. Okay. So that means that you are to go ye therefore baptizing others and being an effective witness for the kingdom of God, not for me, the apostle or the pastor. And you need to understand that pride and laziness in an apostolic ministry will not be tolerated. It will not. So look, if you used to being in a ministry where everything is dictated to you or your hand is held and you taught not to think for yourselves, you're seen and not heard, no one helps you to grow and you don't even know how to walk in your calling, your purpose, your gifts, um, the apostle or the pastor, they control your everyday life. You need to consult with them before you buy anything. Or you are a yes person, you sit in the amen section, and you're not able to communicate with leadership, then <sighs> you will definitely have a hard time adjusting to an apostolic ministry where the spirit of liberty, liberty, liberty rests. Liberty is freedom. So understanding that an apostolic uh, ministry is not, I repeat, it is not a denomination, nor is it a non-denomination. Apostolic is a function. Okay. So let us get that uh, clear real quick. And I always talk about that. So we need to understand that the number one factor that brings tension to any ministry is the lack of truth. And this is where it, 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 it hits the um, put the foot on the pedal in this church hurt situation. Okay. Is the lack of truth. The lack of truth usually comes from the people that enter into ministries because they're not honest with themselves first. Yes. Let me tell you lesson 101. You need to be honest with how far you're willing to grow and how much time you're willing to put in. Because when you come to a ministry like ours or um, any other apostolic ministry that is functioning the way how God has designed it to, okay, you will find yourself in a place where you are hurt and bitter and you're going need to de- need a deliverance, okay? I said what I said, yes. You need to be honest with yourself because being in an apostolic ministry, it's going to push you to grow. If you are not wanting to grow, if you are not wanting to put the time in 
Apostolic ministry will cause you to quit and, and you fire yourself. Apostolic ministry won't fire you. It's also forgiven. It's also patient. It's also graceful, but you will fall to the wayside. Not because the church has hurt you or kicked you out. No. So you have to come up with this false church hurt to have justification as to why you really don't want to be in the church anyway. Lesson 102, take an assessment of yourself and learn the mission and vision of that ministry before you submit to that ministry. Here at Mount Zion of Fire, we encourage people to take time to seek God for the approval to be in our ministry for whatever time frame. Therefore, when you leave prematurely, you're accountable and responsible for fall, for failing to do what you said God had told you to do. And see, we get this a lot too. People be so overzealous and they say, I prayed. I took my three days to seven days and I prayed and I heard God. He told me this is the place that I'm supposed to be. Two months in, your feelings hurt. Two months in, you being pushed to move in your prophetic call. Now you telling me that God has called you to another ministry. Who lied? I'll wait. False church hurt. False church hurt. False church hurt. Ain't nobody hurt you. You just don't want to get up off your butt and be who God has called you to be. Lesson 103. Before you look to join any apostolic ministry, know what apostolic is. Know that it's a function. Apostolic is not a denomination. Apostolic ministries will have you, like I said, to fire yourself because you will walk away thinking it's too hard. Honey, no, it's not. The only reason why it's hard is because you wanted to just sit back, relax, and be handheld and told what to do. Back to the truth. You never wanted to do much but show up on platforms and wear clergy. Oh, that's the gift of the matter. Look, ministry has become so glitzy, so glamorous that people just, you know, it's a show. It's a show. Look, I'm going to do a podcast about the prophetic word that God had gave me for the year of 2020. I'm going to share that prophetic word with you guys. So stay tuned for that because that word definitely, man, it's real. Lesson 104, if you like doing things your way and you lack responsibility and accountability, then apostolic ministry is not for you because apostolic ministry is about team building. Therefore, solo acts will be called out, period. Lesson 105, and this is the last lesson for the, for this, uh, for this podcast, but it's equally important. Leadership is not meant to be your friend. You need to understand that I have a position, you have a position, everybody has a role to play. And people overstep boundaries in ministry all the time and feelings get hurt when a hard word has to be spoken. In our ministry, this ministry, it ain't for everybody. So if you're looking to be the apostle's friend, if you're looking to be my friend, if you're looking to be my friend girl, if you're looking to be the pastor's amen section, Look, we have that covered in each other, in our marriage. Okay? Oh, (laughs) look, we have spiritual sons and daughters. We have that covered. Ain't nothing cliquish about us. We are a family. Okay? You, you feel the love in our ministry, but we are not looking for building cliques. We won't allow cliques. We won't allow any of that because there are no solo acts. There is no division. We will recognize that thing quickly. 
through the spirit of discernment. But if you are looking to grow, <laughs> learn to be responsible and accountable, you really want to learn how to walk in your calling and purpose, then seek God and he will guide you to an apostolic ministry or maybe our ministry. Okay. You just need to know that your time with us is <laughs> not permanent, honey. It's only going to be for a season. And that season can be two years, five years, 10 years, 15 years. That depends on you and God. So please understand that church hurt exists, but many are falsely claiming it. The truth be told, <laughs> this is the truth, y'all. This is the unpopular truth. You have hurt leaders that you have set under. You have hurt leaders that have poured into you countless hours, helped you, gave you financial resources, gave you things that you needed that you were not providing for yourself because you negligently spent your money. <laughs> you weren't hurt. You were just publicly exposed. Ba-boom. Look, y'all, it's been real. Thank you for hanging with me, Dr. ADT, all day true. Well, we keep it real here at Yep, I Said It. Everything that I said, I meant it, that seals it. I ain't apologizing. I said what I said, and guess what? I'm out. Yep, I said it. Thank you for tuning in with ADT, all day true. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Dr. underscore ADT. That's D-R underscore A dot D dot 